This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. fellow Fox fans, I am back again. I'm like a, a <laughs> I'm going to say something, else. we'll say a rash, so we, we'll keep it clean, I'll try and keep it clean tonight. I'm like a rash, uh, you can't get rid of me, uh, although you can go to the doctor, maybe get some cream. It is the 29th of April, do you know what's happening tomorrow? This comes to an end, so if you are still interested in getting the story of Leicester City Football Club in the 1990s, one of our more successful periods under uh, Little and uh, O'Neill management, 
this is the book to get and you've literally got tonight and tomorrow to get it at a special price written by barry pierpoint leicester city's first ever chief executive it tells the turbulent story you may remember if you're old enough like me and craig of um the transfer from private to public ownership and obviously everything that went with that the uh playoff years etc go to barry's website all the w's minding my own football business.co.uk you can get 30 percent off but only on that website and only up until uh, midnight tomorrow and if you order one he will put a signature and a little message in there for you as well so it's well worth having it certainly is so what's happening this week we have got a game tomorrow night we have a friday night away to the saints rain's predicted sound familiar <laughs> let's go over to our correspondent of the mayor's and see what he's got to say ah yeah ah Ah, the Southampton fans having a little bit of a panic there, I think. <laughs> so, I actually played that to the Southampton fan on uh, the opposition view last night. Yeah, I think he, he smiled through gritted teeth, I think. Um, talking about smiling through gritted teeth, I think Craig's lucky that he can smile through teeth full stop. I've got to introduce him, bring him in and say, good evening, Craig. <laughs> Good evening, Chris. Good evening, everyone. Um, I was a little bit disappointed, Chris, when you uh, said you were going to try and keep it clean. You do realise that half of our viewing figures uh, are watching uh, for you to uh, do your titillating in uh, in the old-fashioned innuendo states, don't you? So, yeah, we, we could lose could lose viewing figures, Chris, if you if you stop it. Funny you should say that. It is because uh, obviously this weekend we've got the um, the FA, the Premier League, the players, the clubs ban on social media, and mm -hmm. in support of that, uh, I've actually uh, put a ban on use of swear words and abuse on any posts in the the Facebook group. And it's surprising that actually people did leave over it. People left the group over it, but apparently they are unable to uh, unable to to articulate if it doesn't include the F word. But um, there we go. Maybe maybe I'm just getting old. I don't know. But uh, but what what a week, Craig! Before we get on onto the game, um, it, it, it's been an interesting week. We've had um, Brendan come out and say it's on repeat. Mm. I'm very very happy here. Uh, Great to hear him allegedly come out and and say that. Yeah, it was. Um, you, you know what the press are like. Uh, you know they would keep chipping away until until somebody comes out and says, "I'm not interested." They'll take that as a as a as a view that they could be tempted. You know they do it with players, they do it with managers. So it was good to see them, him come out and say that he's happy here with the project. Um, and and most of the press seem to have taken that on board and, and reported that. So um, I, I'm not sure yeah. where they'll go where they'll go next. Um, but I don't care to be honest. I don't, to be honest with you, I don't know where Tottenham will go next because the, they were deciding the other day whether it was this this German manager or, or, or Brendan, and both of them have gone mm. out elsewhere or said I'm not interested. So good luck with that, Tottenham. 
Hey, Daniel, and I do say this before, I'll send you a copy of how of minding my own football business and you'll learn how to run a football club. Do you remember, uh, Craig, and I'm sure you do, the old uh, Orange Wednesdays? Did you ever take advantage of the Orange Wednesdays? I do, I, I do remember the Orange Wednesdays, yeah. Well, you know, it is no longer Orange Wednesdays. It's Purple Wembleys. We are the away team, and um, we are going to be playing. I call it purple. It's as good as purple. It works for the joke anyway. Um, yeah. We, uh, <laughs> Although it was we, we play better Sorry. away. We play Sorry. better away from home, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do indeed. We've already, uh, I think we've got a 100% record at Wembley this season as well. So, you know, that bodes well. <laughs> But I would have, I would have rather as, um, I would have rather as played in white. I don't know why we've gone with the, um, with that. Although maybe, maybe it's the only colour we've not lost at Wembley in in a cup final. Well, you know, again, funny you should say that. You, 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 you cross it over, Craig. I'll, I'll nod it in. I actually went to. Um, I was going to have a look and say it's the only time we've played. We're going to play in an FA Cup final in the away kit. We might win this time, mm. but of course, I think it was sixty-one. Uh, we played Tottenham. I think we were the or sixty-three Man United. It was one of those two. We were actually in all white then. So you've probably it hit Manu. it on the head there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That we um, we <laughs> we've lost in white as well. So who knows? Who knows? But I think what with everything that's gone on. And I posted this earlier because I think it's true. I mean, you know, you look at our manager and you look at our owner. Mm. I mean, how many fans wish they had these two at their club right now? Yeah. Oh, loads is, is the short answer. Yeah. You know, yeah. we are, and, and we do, we have a moan at Brendan. You know, I've, I've had a moan at Brendan um, throughout the season because, you know, particularly early in the se season, he made some strange choices. He made some. Yep. strange substitutions but at the end of it we're in a cup final and we're um we're seven points clear in third so you know you can't knock him and and he's been supported by the uh the ownership you know the ownership yes. have delivered a fantastic training um uh, premises there a, a training ground you know up there with the best i would imagine it's up there with the best in europe you know if not the world um so there's everything there in place to to deliver on our model our model isn't even though they 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 are wealthy owners i think they they do try and run it as a business but they they do see it as a football club and a community football club at that um so they will try and balance the books obviously so they won't just throw money at it you know it is a it is a project to develop and bring through young players whether they are through our own academy or or spotting them young and developing them and selling for a profit but yeah you know everything is here in place uh, and it's a it's just a great time to be a leicester city fan isn't it <laughs> it certainly is um i just want to make a quick announcement and i am kind of looking if you see me looking over here i've got my other screen going there because we i know Streamyard. i mentioned this the other day uh, in the opposition mm -hmm. view I think the show lasted about five minutes on Facebook, uh, much to probably a lot of people's uh, <laughs> uh, pleasure that they only had to put up with me for five minutes. So we do know that StreamYard are having a few problems with um, Facebook. So 
if it, it appears to be working, I'm seeing I'm getting some posts here um, working uh, from Facebook. Mm -hmm. But if it suddenly stops, guys, nip over to uh, YouTube and find us on there or on the on the Twitter sphere if you are on Twitter. Talking of which, that was on. We are we are on Twitter. We are on everything. Of course, you should know this by now. You can find us on ooh, Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube, Lester Till I Die the group on Facebook, and at Lester TID on the old Twitter. So just going to say a couple of hellos, and then we'll have a look at uh, the main reason we're here this evening, which is obviously looking forward to the game tomorrow uh good evening andy you've joined us from facebook so hoping like i say at the moment andy. it is ticking along nicely i remember the bladdered fridays <laughs> oh don't we all <laughs> don't we all um david gamble again from facebook hi chris hi david how you doing That's give great. us your score prediction hi, mate you, uh, you you're right mm. on that one um as, as indeed that i've been right recently what can i say to one palace <coughs> Cough. Uh, TM, good evening to you, TM. Thanks for joining. Um, good evening, TM. Andy, there, do you think there'll be a clear out in the summer? I mean, we'll come on to the sort of towards, well, once the season's finished, we're going to have some sort of specials and we'll probably be looking at that. But I don't know if we can very quickly, Craig, clear out this. I assume summer he's not talking we'll... about you personally, Chris. <laughs> Uh, you on form tonight, Craig. You on form. No, I had one before I came on, so I'm all right. You know, um, okay. well, there's not the money to replace, and this is what we've got to think. We're being linked with a lot of players, but you know, we're at least okay. I mean, Man City different, maybe Chelsea different, but you know, for our owners in a cash-strapped industry with the way things are at the moment, the money's not going to be there, and. We may have to clear out. In one way, we might have to clear out to bring in. But if we clear out and can't bring in, we're going to have a smaller squad. Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because, you know, if you do have a clear out, then potentially you're only clearing out people to come and sit on the bench. I'm not sure how many of the starting 11 you would want to, to move out. I know there's there's a few who, who don't have... A lot of fans, you know. I'm sure there's a few who would would gladly uh, move Perez on, um, but then the same people probably wanted to move Ianacho on earlier in the season yeah. as well. So, yeah, you never know. Yeah. Um, so, but so you look at it and and you try and think, um, where would you, who would you look to clear out? There's not a lot, to be honest. We know Wes Morgan. Uh, I think he's picked up an injury as well, so he he won't be playing again. Um, Fuchs yeah. potentially um, would move on. I think it's, it's maybe time. There's been rumours today of us looking at uh, another left back. So you would think his time has probably come. So maybe a few fringe players and people who are not even making the bench. But then we've also got a couple of uh, loan signings to come back to. Um, Dewsbury Hall has been doing great. And, and the, only this week I've read two um, fantastic reports um, from Luton, one from their captain who said as much as he would love him to come back next season, he can't see it happening because he's just too good. He wants him to to break his way into the Leicester team. And the manager said he's been fantastic as well. You've got, uh, I think it's Soa, um, who's playing at our sister club over in Belgium, who apparently has had yeah. a fantastic season as well. So there may be fresh faces who we haven't really seen about the place uh, to come in. 
But as for a, a big clear out, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, David Gamble still eating humble pie. I'm not going to de deny it. I've eaten a lot of humble pie this season. Um, I think it's a it's a weird season to even judge managers on. I think you know um, because of what's happened. You know, it's not a it's not a normal season. I'm uh, going to say good evening to Melina. Uh, how the devil are you, Miss Melina? All the way from um, America's Hi, quiet neighbour. Canada there. Um, I I, uh, I believe your dad is home now, so that is great news, and I hope he's doing well. Thoughts are, are with your dad there. So we've got... Oops, um, right. I'm still eating the humble pie. Um, let's um, have a look at the game this weekend. Um, Friday night mm -hmm. at Southampton, St Mary's, predicted rain. It's <laughs> 10-0, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe pushing it a little bit, Chris. Although, if you believe that, I'm looking forward to your score prediction at the end of the show. <laughs> well, I'll keep you waiting for that one. <laughs> I will. But it's um, 8 o'clock kickoff, St Mary's. It's on Sky Sports, LCFC Radio or BBC Radio Leicester, if you prefer to listen. Um, look, I mean... Yeah, Wes Morgan apparently has picked up a, a, an injury, but I, I mean, I think his playing days, you know, were, were over once we uh, got a reasonably sized um, uh, squad back this season. We've only got the two out, which it's probably the best our injury list has been all season. That said, it's probably two of our most influential players this season. Of course, Harvey Barnes, who now is not going to look like he's going to the Euros. He's got to have another operation and James Justin. Southampton there, if the rumours are true, Danny Ings might be out as well. Um, they're in the position we were earlier in the season. They are. Apparently, um, in his press conference, I think Harsen Hootle came out and said uh, Bertrand was definitely out, Romeo was definitely out, and Danny Ings was definitely out. So um, so that's oh, good for us, right. you know, yes. because... Um, he, you know, he's a goal threat, isn't he? He doesn't need many chances, cool, yeah. um, although we've yeah. managed to keep him quiet. But no, so, that, yeah. so again, it's positives for us. Um, it was good to see as well, when you're looking at our squad now, that um, I just found out just before we came on air that uh, I think FIFA had uh, delivered their Premier League team of the season. And um, West Fafana actually made it into the uh, the team of the season for them this year which is uh, a wow. great testament to a season that he's had. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when you think I, of... Um, I haven't seen that, but that's excellent. that are out there for a, for a young kid in his first season. Yeah. 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 Yes. I so mean, it's funny when you see him because I was, I was saying this to somebody earlier, that Fafana and Justin, neither would have expected to have had the sort of season mm -hmm. or the amount of game time that they've had. They were probably both of the looked at, you know, going into the development squad and sitting there for a while, you know, maybe, you know, a bit like, and, and getting used to the game. Um, they've both had to be thrown in at the deep end, but they've, they've certainly, they've not sung. They, they've had a very good swim. <laughs> Indeed. I mean, and, and it, touching back on what you said before about, you know, having the great owner and uh, and great manager and, and how we've we've done this season, you know, you could probably make an argument. Let's say for the first half of the season, you would say Fafana, Tielemans, James Justin and Harvey Barnes were probably our four 
best players. Jamie obviously had a really good yeah. first half of the season. But for us to lose Harvey Barnes and James Justin in the form that they were in, yet still manage to hang on in, in the top four, not just hang on, but strengthen our position in the top four and mm. get to a cup final. It says testament to not only the manager, but the strength of the squad as well. And, and, and I know we, we do have a moan at, at certain players, but at the end of it, it is a squad game. Uh, you know, Perez came in for a few games and, and did a really good job in the middle of the park when Madison was out. So everybody slotted in and, and played their part. And, uh, you know, as, as I said before, you know, it's a great time to be a Leicester fan. And, and if we're building on on this, you know, then, I mean, you, you, you almost start looking forward to next season. But I don't want to wish this one away first. I want us to get over <laughs> the line uh, in the... Uh, in the league and uh, and then lift the uh, FA Cup. Talking of which, the last time we played the Saints was in the FA Cup semi-final. A game, in fairness, that will live long in the memory for the scoreline, but not live long in the memory for the actual performance. Um, we obviously won it 1-0, but, you know, a, a semi-final at Wembley where a team doesn't have a single shot on target and the winning team has one. And I know you only need one shot on target, that go, shot to go in and you've won the game. But I think there was a lot of nervous players out there. And I, I said at the time that, you know, with Chelsea and Man City, you know, finals and semi-finals are a bit like buses. Mm. You miss one and there's, you know, there's one along a couple of weeks for the next yeah. season, you know. For Saints and Leicester, this was a big one, and I think there's a lot of nerves out there on the pitch that night, that or that day. No, I think I think you're right, and uh, you know, I know I don't think any of us like the fact that the uh, the semi-finals played at Wembley. However, mm. maybe it'll turn in our favour that the the players have played there now; they've taken in the surroundings. They can maybe concentrate on the game at hand and not think, "Wow, we're at Wembley again." Obviously, it is a big occasion. Mm. And the managers will, will trot out the uh, the standard cliche of you play the game, not the occasion. But, you know, it, it wouldn't surprise me if we're, if we're a little bit of a slow start. But as I say, we've had the experience of playing there now. So hopefully that will stand us in good stead. But no, it wasn't a good game at all. No. We we have got the, the, the sword of Damocles, if you like, o over Southampton. I mean, the last five times we've played, um, the, including that game, uh, they've only actually beaten us once in the last five games. So we should feel reasonably confident going into this game, shouldn't we? Well, we should be. I, I mean, at the end of it, you know, we're uh, we've been in the top four all season. Um, Southampton, astonishingly, were top of the table, weren't they? Um, yeah. I think not long just before we we took a a, a little uh, shift at the. At I think the top it was that, that uh, weekend there was there was Southampton, Tottenham, Man United, and us all sort of within a space of two days. And yeah. it, I, I, I do believe Tottenham have actually brought a video out about them about them being top of the league, but might just be rumours. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me, but you're right. Yeah, I mean, I think we. We all, we all took a shift at the top just while Man City popped out to get some snacks. Um, <laughs> but we've sort of hung around and, uh, and, and and Southampton have basically had a shocking, shocking second half to the season. And you've got to wonder what they're, you know, I think they're safe, you know, technically and mathematically they could still get dragged into it, but I think they're safe enough 
but they've got little to play for. And uh, it's it's strange because Hartenhutl is a good manager and they've got some good players, but from time to time he seems to struggle to get them motivated. And uh, hopefully uh, tomorrow night is another of those occasions for us. Yeah. Yeah, I think he he's one of those managers that that struggles with the uh, the plan B when when things don't go wrong. I mean, you know, you go back yeah. to that nine nil, and we'll always be talking about that every time we play Southampton. You know, and, uh, <laughs> you can see the look of the pain on the Southampton guy's face when I started talking about it. But like he said, you know, you should a, a team goes down to ten men. And generally, they're, they're harder to beat. But that's because the manager makes mm. the changes to allow for the fact that they've gone down for 10 men. And that's something that, that yeah. they didn't do last time. And the fact that they did it again this season as well. You know, so mm. there's something not quite right in the mentality. You know, Brendan talks about the mentality of the team. And maybe that's what's missing from that Southampton uh, team to almost replicate that, you know, You'd think losing 9-0, albeit having a man sent off early on, you know, you're not going to see that, you know, for years and years and years. And yet they did it no. this season as well against Man United, had a guy sent off and, uh, and lost 9-0. So there's definitely something not right. I'm not sure, again, what the record is like of, of coming from behind. Um, but I would imagine that it's not great. So, again, one of those games where the first goal may be all important. But... Uh, we said that about the Palace game and it was great to see that we managed to come back uh, uh, and snatch that one. Yes. Yeah. Rob's just reminded me, yes, in fact, they've beaten us twice in the five games because, of course, they also beat us in the return game after the 9-0 um, oh, win. So uh, um, you're quite right there, Rob. I mean, they're, they're, they've got something to prove, haven't they? I mean, the season's over for them. I don't think they're going to go down. There's three worst. I think the three teams at the bottom there are the three worst teams. They're the ones that are, that are doomed, I'm afraid. Newcastle have started a bit of put a bit of form together. And I think Brighton will probably have too much. They're yeah. not going to win anything. That was their chance for their season, really, mm. on you know, in the semi-final. You would think that they're going to be coming out and they're at home, all guns blazing. You would think so. I'm going to say it's it's like the the same conversation we had um, last week uh, mm. about Crystal Palace, and um, yes. basically have nothing to play for. So it, it's going to be very similar. I would say, mm. you know, Palace have probably got players who can uh, who can turn it on a little bit more than more than Southampton. Obviously, Ward Prowse is a really good player, and particularly from from dead ball situations, and they're yeah. they're pretty big at the back, so you, you you won't want to be giving many dead balls away if possible. But you do wonder if they've got enough to hurt us um, if we're playing to uh, to the best of our ability, and and that's what it yeah. all comes down to at the end. Of it. As I as I often say, and it's a quote I like to use, like would the real Leicester please stand up because you know. Mm -hmm. It's been a season like that, not just for us. I mean, for a lot of teams, and Southampton said the same, you know. And look at West Brom, they can go and beat Chelsea 5 2, albeit against 10 men again, and they can come to Leicester, and we don't need to get out of second gear to, to, to beat them 3 0. Yeah. It's just, I do worry about what Leicester are going to turn up. I mean, we can't, I mean, you know, against West Brom, we were sublime. Like I say, we didn't need to do too much. Palace, 
needed a rocket at half time off the manager and, mm. and a wonder goal again for Minacho. Um, yeah. I just wonder, you know, we're, we're so close and this is Leicester. You know, if we win tomorrow psychologically, we're 10 mm. points ahead of, of West Ham in fifth, I believe. So it, yeah. it's, it is squeaky bum time, but this is Leicester. It is, and you know, if we if we can find a, a difficult way of doing it, then we we'll, we will do. But, <laughs> of course, you know, we talked again. You know, we go back a couple of weeks, and we talked about these four games being pivotal, and uh, and how we would be once we got the uh, semi final out of the way. We had four league games that could make or break the season, and uh, we've done the first half of it. And I'm sure Brendan will be telling the guys that. These next two games, I, if we win these two games, I can't see anybody catching us, to, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Manu have got Liverpool um, at the weekend, I believe. Yeah. So hopefully Manu can take Liverpool out of the equation. Um, and I think if we win and Liverpool lose, I think we're 11 points clear of Liverpool. So you've got to be thinking with four games to go, <laughs> that should be enough. So mm. it's a really important game. We said it against Palace. It's a really important game. But... You know, I thought I thought we had a few players who didn't really um, play that well. I thought it was Tielemans, probably his, his poorest game for a while against Palace, mm. even though he was involved in the in the first uh, goal, the equaliser. But I thought a few players were a little bit off it, and uh, and you could tell that um, Brendan wasn't happy again um, uh, at the end of it, and uh, he, he wasn't happy with the ball retention again. And he said that a couple of games now, so. I think he'll be sending them out um, with a bit of a rocket up their ass to uh, to not not risk going a goal behind and just getting the game put to bed early if they can. I think the thing is that you're saying about going a goal behind. We and and um, we've just been reminded there by Facebook user. Sorry, 23 years ago today we smashed the Borough in the replay in the League Cup. Was, God, I feel old I was now. Yeah. I was watching yeah, I it. I, I, Twenty. 23 years ago. My God, my son would have been two. I mean, I'm sorry. I think I managed to get out of school early and uh, and get up there to Hillsborough for that one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Uh, I'll put your name back to wise old sage if you're not careful. Um, but when we went to goal down, I've got that feeling again. I never worried. You know, I thought because, and I likened us to the Liverpool in the seventies and eighties. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Craig. <laughs> no, no, I, I lost you. I lost you a little bit there. You, oh, you went a sorry. little bit Dalek-y. I was just saying that oh. I got out of school early because I was the uh, I was the caretaker. But uh, <laughs> moving on, hey, I don't know if, that, if that's a good thing these days, is it? But who admit no, to? Probably not. But, no. <laughs> um, no, I mean, when we went to Jim, you, you say, all joking aside, you remember the sort of seventies and eighties, the Liverpool sides, and when they went yeah. a goal down. There was no hoofing it up. There was no mm. panic. They carried on playing no. the game. They carried on passing it around, you know, 20, 30 passes, just waiting for that opportunity. And then, boom, they're in there getting a goal. And I kind of, you know, saw that in Leicester against Palace. 
Yeah, definitely. There was uh, there's no panic. There's no like the old days of um, we'll throw the center halves up and uh, we'll just you know hope something drops in the box. I think they uh, the players believe in you know I hate saying these sort of phrases, but they believe in the process. I think you know they they know mm. that they have the ability to create chances, and it just comes then about you know can they take the chances? I mean they had. Well, 45 minutes to play, they would have expected within that to create half a dozen chances at least, which they did. You know, luckily we mm. took two of them. Yeah, we should have had a couple more goals. But they believe in their ability. You know, you can see it because they don't uh, rush as much as I'm sure all of us are uh, screaming at the TV sometimes mm. for uh, Johnny Evans to get his foot off the ball and actually pass it. But... Um, but no, we, we believe that we've got have the, a go at Johnny the, after the after the tackle of the season. <laughs> yeah. Uh but no, they, they believe that they believe in themselves, and I think that's really important. Yeah. Um Brad, welcome along. Um sorry I'm late. I I, I hope you brought a note. I mean you can't just turn up late here and not bring a note from your mom, you know. <laughs> Dear, 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 dear Chris, Brad can't be late. Well, Brad will be late today. Um, Craig also, uh, sorry, Brad then says, Craig, you're right. What favours us is they've nothing to play for and stuffing them yeah. out. So hopefully there'll be another big three points tomorrow. Uh, good evening to saying to David S. Um, welcome along, David. Are you new? Not seeing you before. You are so very welcome. I'm not concerned with the Southampton game as I was with the Palace game, but I question why they can't consistently start games on the front foot when they clearly show in the second half they can change. I mean, we said this earlier, haven't we? You know, would the real Leicester stand up? This is something that I'd <laughs> not just this season, in the past, you know, the same, the same tea team can go out and, and play differently um facebook user here madison needs to improve his free kicks corners or take them off him and give them someone else i think tillemans is doing it isn't he greg yeah tillemans seemed to take all the um at least all the corners uh in the last game and just going back to the game before against west brom now we started that game on the front foot um i think in all the games i would say that we've had chances early on in games it's just a matter of whether we take it i think if we get an early chance and we take it we can then kick on it's if we miss two or three chances and we almost allow the opposition a foothold in the game and then we make silly mistakes uh, like we did against palace to let them score but i think we i think we we're starting better than we have done um mm. but it's that that thing about taking a chance when it comes along and then that just settles everyone down it worked against west brom and hopefully we can do it against southampton yeah, I mean Tillemans is on. I say is on, is on corners, and they do seem to be sort of improving. Andy, I can't wait. I tell you, the big question is who the hell is H? You know, this, this is. Some say it's Craig, but you know, don't uh, don't 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 quote me on that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a good job we're not playing Sunday night. I think I would actually. I'm sorry, guys. I think I'd have to actually miss the game to watch the final episode live. I want to know. Anyway, let's get back to football. Brookline, good evening, Brookline. Casper is going to show off his new long kicking skills tomorrow. 
he got a long kick. He just can't aim them. I think that's the thing. Uh, Rich Sports. Good evening, Rich. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for popping along. Uh, Man United fan there. Great guy. Great channel. Check him out on YouTube, Rich Sports. Uh, Southampton are all full three points coming in. I, I hope so. I hope so. We'll put a bit more pressure on Man United. I still think, Craig, I don't know if you agree, because mm -hmm. I said a couple of weeks ago, we're playing for third. But... We're only five points behind Man United, and we win tonight, uh, tomorrow night, and we're two points behind them, which puts the pressure on them, mm -hmm. um, and we've got them to play. I think second mm -hmm. is not out the realms, and all respect to Rich, not out the realms of possibility. Yeah. It, well, it's, it's definitely not, as you say, and particularly as we have to play them. But yeah. it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because... I mean, you don't get anything other than a bit more money for finishing second. I don't think there's a trophy no. for finishing second. Um, so, you know, if it comes down to, shall we let Man United finish second, but they take points off the likes of Liverpool and the chasing pack, then I'd have to say, as it stands, I would like Man United to beat every team who's in the chasing pack until uh, we're mathematically certain of being in the top four. <laughs> There is that, and Richard just said the same there. I want you guys to keep winning so Liverpool don't get top four. Yeah. I agree. Fair enough, Rich. And uh, I can see I can see where you're coming with that. Andy's going off on one here. I think we need to do a a, 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 a lesser till I die special on uh, line of duty and who who H's, I think. Um <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you say probably turn out, Chris. It'll probably turn out that H that H was misheard. H was say that again. Sorry, H was you know we've had H all, we've, we've had H all the way through. Uh, yeah, line of duty. Uh, apologies to anyone who's, who's just catching up. It could easily <laughs> turn out that the H was misheard, and it's actually something totally different. And uh, I, I unless unless it's eight cron steps, and then that would put a whole new spin on it. Do you know the silly thing is, though, I mean, and this is how silly it gets, my neighbour sent me a thing on WhatsApp where it was a screenshot from when they were in um, the, the, the ladies' home in Liverpool and she had the tiles on the kitchen mm. wall and on one of those tiles there was a pattern on it that, that spelt out an H. You know, how how bad is this? But I, I, I'm going to agree with you, Andy. I think it is Carmichael. Um, but then again, I saw her on this morning that um, earlier in the week, and she's completely obviously completely different to how she uh, how she plays the part. But I think it's Carmichael. But they've actually changed the name from H to the fourth man now, so you could be right there, Craig. Anyway, this is well, football, then you would think it? That if it was the fourth man, it would rule her out. <laughs> boom boom indeed indeed but let's get back because we might have a football game tomorrow yes. night <laughs> andy will you please not mention anything to do with line of duty again you'll just send me off on a on a on a, on a sidetrack you're saying about there isn't a trophy <laughs> hey, could you imagine <laughs> if it suddenly switches to uh to st mary's but uh, hey let go on back on back on uh yeah. Back on uh, track here, back on track. Now, you said there's not a trophy for second, and I agree, totally there isn't. But as a Leicester fan, I'd love to see us finish second more than third. I think Man United aren't bothered yeah. because, like you say, they're, they're, 
that you know they're going through a period. Of, well, it's not a period that they were under Ferguson, but for them, they've had the first, the seconds, the thirds. You know, we've had one second in our history. We've had one first, and we've you know mm. had the fifth uh, last season. I would love us. I sound like Kevin Keegan now. I love it if we could just finish second. <laughs> No, it's true. It is a fair point. I'm, I'm sort of being uh, a little bit tongue in cheek by uh, by mm. looking over my shoulder uh, in who's going to catch us rather than looking forward. But then that's that's being a Leicester fan for you. I, yes. It'd be interesting to know if um, finishing second or third or even fourth affects the seedings for the Champions League, or whether it's purely done on the coefficient of uh, of previous years. I'm not sure. Um, maybe someone can work that out for us. Uh, maybe we can give our viewers some homework rather than giving it to me. But I don't know <laughs> if, if finishing second gives you a better seeding. I have a feeling. Um, I just just thought I'd say that. But <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling that it might be the coefficients unless you finish top. You're seeded, I think, if you win the league. But n uh, other than that, yeah. none. Um and 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 is still going on about um, <laughs> about uh, <laughs> Andy. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to block you in a minute, Andy, because I, I, you just want to get me talking <laughs> on line of duty. Going into tomorrow's match, going into tomorrow's match form. When we're not on bad form, yeah, we we lost to Man City, which I think is a bit of a given. Uh, we said at the time. West Ham, you know, let's put that aside, and that was down to everything that was going on, etc. We, we've won three uh, of the last five. Southampton got a lucky, if you like, three-two over Burnley. They've lost, but they lost to you yeah. know that West Brom game, which I think would have taken out. They've lost to Brighton. Would, um... Carry on, Craig. Sorry. I would suggest, Chris. Um, yeah, I would. I would suggest that um, you obviously had a busy, busy week because you didn't manage to get, find time to put the Palace result in there. But um, no, I did. So, <laughs> yeah, but it still works out that we've won. It still works out that we've won three out of the last five. But you know that that's decent form. You know we've won the last two. We we lost two and now we've won two. So. Mm. You know, I'd, I'd take our form over over Southampton's any day of the week. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, look, look you, 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 yes, it's still three out of the last five. I mean, yeah. we're going to come on to the team later, but we've got to we've got to talk Inacho, haven't we? We can't not not mention yeah. him. You know, I mean, the guy is is on fire. We've all eaten humble pie over him this season. Um, but somebody mentioned earlier, this is Southampton. Perez likes an odd goal against Southampton. He does, and uh, and maybe I've taken that into account in the team I've chosen, Chris, but uh, we'll, we'll find that out shortly. But um, <laughs> he does. Uh, but, but Ian Acho, I mean, it's been astonishing, really, isn't it? I, I don't think anybody could have seen this coming uh, earlier in the season. Um <laughs> We, um, you know, I, I, apparently um, on TalkSport, Adrian Durham uh, was bigging up Ian Acho. I think there'd been a lot of talk about uh, Jesse Lingard and what an impact he's yeah. had at uh, West Ham. And he was talking about the fact that there's no real 
amazing standout candidate for player of the year this season. Um, I, th I think there's a couple who are probably going to be at the top of that queue. But he said people were talking about Jesse Lingard, you know, in terms of the second half of the season and the impact that he's had at West Ham. But he was making a really strong case for saying, if you're talking about Lingard, you have to talk about uh, Ian Acho because his mm. goals have kept us in the top four. You know, without them, yeah. when you look at, um, you know, Jamie, yes, he, he's been prolific from a, an assist point of view, but he's not been scoring. And Kelechi has, has come through and he, he's he's kept us in the top four with his goals. And, you know, it just it, it's fantastic yeah. to see. He's a really nice guy, humble guy. He, he seems to have a different goal celebration for every goal as well, which is interesting. But, uh, yeah. but he's a confidence player and, uh, yeah. and long may that confidence continue. And talking to confidence, Rich, no, uh, Leicester fans have never been confident. Our our history would not allow us to be confident. It's a, we've always had the case, I think Craig will agree with me here, one step forward, two steps back with Leicester, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, we, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I mean, for, for many, many years, we're, we're one of those classic yo-yo clubs, you know, West Brom, Norwich, you know, Leicester, we're right in there, you know, we... We knew we'd have three, four, five seasons and then we'd be back down again. Um, you know, obviously you've got a whole new set of fans who joined um, after the, uh, the the league winning season. So that, you know, really they've been spoiled. They've they've only had the terror of finishing ninth, I think. So, um, yeah, as older fans, you know, we, uh, we, we never get overconfident. I mean, we've won the um, second division or the second tier um, more times than any other team along with Man City. Mm. Of course, that also means we've been relegated yeah. more often. It does. You know, that, that was our it was our history, you know. And um, mm. having said that, you know, I, I, you know, I think I've mentioned this before. You do wonder about is is it better to be finishing? 16th or 17th every season or mm. go down and have a glory year you know and we, yeah. we've had you know we, we had some of our greatest days and days out at Wembley and the playoffs have all been because we've been in the lower league you know when you know we could have spent those seasons watching people turn us over and finish 16th you know from a we're now in that upper echelon you know so we've got to live mm. with it we've got to almost adjust to the the thinner air up here you know as if you were going up up uh, up everest and and it takes some getting used to to be honest because and that's why we are probably all uh, all looking behind us knowing that the guy behind us who we're attached to on a rope is probably going to fall and bring us back down with him but yeah those days hopefully are long behind us and uh, and we can just cons consolidate ourselves as a top 6 Top six, top eight club, you know, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, but not having to worry about relegation. Castagna there, um, sorry, Brookline, sorry, not Castagna. It'd be nice if he was watching and commenting. Um, Brookline says, Castagna is unstoppable at right back. Ricardo needs to learn how to use his left foot if he wants back on the pitch. <sighs> We're going to come to your team latest, but I, I just want to ask, if I, you know, Thomas didn't have a brilliant game against Palace, in fairness. Um, you know, do you stick with a, and a, a rather than naming names, because we say we're going to come on to your team, but do you stick with a player that is, you know, that can play, that's his natural position, but 
gives you 70% or do you go with a better player mm-hmm. who isn't it isn't his natural position and you might only get 65 mm-hmm. but is the better player overall and you want me to answer this without giving my team away chris let me just uh, <laughs> get that right yes i don't expect much but yes i do yes <laughs> just just no just you know my quick, you know, you know, my, what, you know my thoughts yeah if if everybody's fit, you know, and you know, I, I I don't like switching people. If you're if you're a strong left back, then I would play a left back. You know, play people in their rightful positions. Yeah. Sometimes you have to take uh, a, a different decision based on the opposition that you're playing, but also in in how you're having to manage the players as well. Thomas is a, is a still a young left back. You know, a run of games may be great for him. A run of games may not be good for him. Brendan sees them in training, so he will know. But also, you want your strongest team ready for the cup final as well. So you've got to give minutes to those other players um, who are coming back from injury as well. So some at some point, you know, I think he's what only got two two games to fit that in before the cup final. So you know, you've got to give yeah. minutes on the pitch to other players as well. He said ambiguously, trying not not to give anything away. <laughs> um, moving on, I I'm going to. Get a bit confused here. Um, Brad, um, thanks very much. He, he has gone all Confucius on us. Or should I say all Cantonar on us. A one-legged frog is still better than a grown man more interested uh, in learning Fortnite dances on a United bench. He's lucky West Ham came in for him or he'd still be on West Ham's bench. He then then said then that, Man United's bench, but I think I think that that's up there. I think with with Cantona's mm. seagulls following a fishing boat. <laughs> I, I think I need to look at that and take that in. I think so. I think I think he's. I think he's talking about Lingard. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> I, I think so. It, it takes a bit of working on that, uh, working out that one. Anyway, this this game tomorrow night, it Leicester, we, we won the um, the reverse fixture 2-0. If we do this, it's the first time we've actually done the double over Southampton since 2000. Um, and the Foxes have earned three successive Premier League victories at St Mary's, including last year's 9-0. Interesting thing is, uh, Saints have lost 12 of their, uh, their last 15 league games, uh, a run which began with defeat against Leicester. And right. with five games to play, Leicester have equaled the total of 62 points from last season. Yeah, I did see that. So, you know, hopefully, even if with one more point, you know, it's progress. I, I hope it won't be yeah. seen like that. They won't be seen like <laughs> that by me. Um, I'm sure, you know. Um, well, that's yeah, all that Ranieri says, wasn't it? That was no progress for Ranieri. Yeah. That, that that's it you know that Ooh. you've got to judge that haven't you you can't you've mm. got to judge progress you know and if it is a point extra you know then that that's still progress you know i'm sure someone could pull a stat and saying you've got more points but we've lost more games than we we did last mm. year because we've won more games but we've lost more mm. so the stats can show you anything at the end of it but points on the board is what keeps you in the division and and moves you forward into European places. So whatever happens, it has been a year of progress. Yeah, Perez has scored seven top flight goals against Southampton, more 
than against any other side. Uh, Kolechin, Chacha, we know, has scored 14 in 14. I just love saying that, to be honest with you. He could become the first Leicester player, other than Jamie Vardy, to score in four consecutive Premier League matches. It's a shame the 11 in 11 is not on for him, isn't it? We've not got enough games <laughs> left. Yeah, no, unfortunately, it, it won't be the same. I don't think it'll count carrying over, or, or maybe it will count carrying well, over the season. They, they I'm did, not sure, but uh, they did with um, with uh, what was it, Rude Hull? No, um, Vanessa Roy, didn't they? Is was over the, the two seasons, yeah. So he could still do it, you know. Let's let's yeah. hope he does. You know, I'll take a goal from him uh, every team, particularly as I, I captained him in my fantasy team. So uh, you keep going, <laughs> Kalechi. Do you know what? I think one or two people did. I don't think you were alone in, mm. in, in that. Um, we're going to take a very quick 10-second break, then we'll come back, and obviously then we look at uh, who you think will be starting tomorrow for uh, Leicester City at Southampton. We're straight back after a few words from Alan. Hi, Alan Smith here. Be sure to watch and listen to Chris on Leicester Till I Die TV. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. Up the foxes. Thanks, Alan. So we get into the really, really important part of the show now. And of course, that is who is H. I mean, you know, we, we've got <laughs> we've got to get our priorities right here. <laughs> <laughs> I jest, I jest. We are going to be looking um, at the point of the show where Craig, who, who two weeks ago got it spot on, didn't quite manage it two weeks in a row last week. Um, and um, sorry, just reading uh, reading the comments there. But talk us through your team this week. Um. Yeah, I've I've gone with the way that I went last week, to be honest, which he didn't pick. Which, um, yeah. to be fair, I think there was only one player different. Uh, he, he stuck with um, Thomas rather than bringing Ricardo in. That always looks really creepy when you do that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I, I mean, the back four, as it sticks there, you know, Schmeichel and the, and the three speak for themselves at the minute. Um, you know, I, I've said it many times, I'm not a big fan of a back three, but if you're going to pick a back three, then this is arguably as good as anything in the Premier League at the moment. Um, as I touched up, that's better. Yeah, just make me smaller. That's better. Um, <laughs> I'll just play it then. <laughs> as I touched on briefly earlier, uh, yeah, I think, I think Ricardo needs some minutes on the pitch um, yeah. for uh, in, ready for the for the cup final. I think I think he's got to get some fitness into his legs, even if it's just to find out whether he's got ninety minutes in him or not. So, mm. so the choice is, you know, I've, I've decided to bring Ricardo back in. The choice was, do I bring him in at right uh, wing back, or do I move him to the left side and keeps Castagna on the right? And Castagna's done great on the right. The only reason I've gone for this one is, for me, you're playing two right-backs. Castagna is more comfortable on his left than Ricardo is for me. Um, you just saw that, the goal against Palace. You know, he took that beautifully well. Um, just slid that left foot uh, into the top corner. He, he just looks more comfortable. I think he's probably probably played more games 
at uh, at left back than Ricardo. I, I know Ricardo has scored with his left foot. Uh, I think he scored last season with his left foot. But I think he's more comfortable on the right, and that's why I've switched Castagna over um, just to try and get get Ricardo point, points uh, uh, minutes on the pitch. Uh, Thomas, yeah. I think Thomas has been um, average the last couple of games. To be honest, I don't think he was great against um, uh, against West Brom either. But we got a decent result, so you know it's probably best for him to be you know in for a couple and then taken out again. Um, and I don't think he'll do him any harm, so it's fairly strong. And then the rest of the team just speaks for itself. Um, I yeah. haven't gone with Perez. Uh, I've given Madison uh, a, another chance. I don't think he was uh, particularly great against Palace, but then I don't think Telemans was particularly good either. Um, Madison was in, in, in fact, Madison was probably disappointing against Palace when I thought he would try and take the game to them. He didn't, whether he had other things on his mind, because obviously he announced this week that he was going to be a dad, um, you know, which, uh, which is probably going to be uh, a shock for him to not be the, the little boy in his home, um, because he just come across a little bit. Um, but uh, but I think I think you know he's a talented player. Yes, Perez uh, likes playing against Southampton and scoring against them. But again, I think he did well when he came off the bench. So uh, I don't see any reason to change that front five. And I, I've got to say, looking at that, I I was disappointed with Thomas. And you know he's had a great season. Like I say, he scored in the Europa League. You know you can't you can't knock the yeah. you know what the guy's done. But he did. He did look a bit lost against against Palace, um, against West Brom. You know, I I could I could have put a pair of boots on and and you know stood in that team and not look lost against West Brom. It was <laughs> they were that awful. And of course, we've played this we played this sort of um, uh, formation before with um, uh, Castagna on the left. Yeah, yeah, we have. I don't think you know it's. Um... I don't think it's a, uh, anything strange to him. I think he played um, for At Atalanta. I think he played quite a bit down the left-hand side as well. Although, as I yeah. think it was, uh, I'm, I'm not sure whether it was Rob um, alluded to that we were. Excuse me, we're, we're looking at um, the uh, <laughs> the current Atalanta left back. Yeah, um, Gosens. Um, so maybe they're just the team that we start stealing from uh, in the in the same way that Liverpool used to steal all of Southampton's players. But Castagna's yeah. played there enough. and um, uh, So I, I, th I think he's comfortable enough. <laughs> Rich, it's a good job I like you yeah. with that comment, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rich. <laughs> very, very true. You remember, you've still got to come and play us, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, um, somebody was saying we were sponsored by Walkers earlier. Um and I don't, I don't know about that, but um, I would, uh, I will accept any donation of gin that anybody wants to uh, to donate. I will gratefully accept. Um, <laughs> more than happy. Uh, and and, and uh, Brad, Brad's a Jack Daniels apparently. So Brad's Jack Daniels. What about you, Craig? What what would you like? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd take a Jack Daniels as well. So um, yes. yeah, you can have the gin, but I'll, I'll take a Jack Daniels. Can I just say, you may have seen a couple of weeks ago, I attempted to make my own gin, which was... Yes, the, I, I don't know if you said... Yeah, was it? Yeah, it was, it was 
fucking awful. <laughs> it was absolutely disgusting. Apparently, I mean, it looked like a sample, first of all, so it, was, it wasn't exactly inviting. And then I, uh, uh, but apparently it only goes white if you, if you, when you distill it. And obviously I've not got a distiller in my flat. Um, so it was that color. But obviously it's vodka that you just pour over. Uh, all mm. these sort of herbs and spices or what have you. Um, but we, we made a couple of drinks, me and my friend, and we, we both took a swallow. And honestly, Carmichael, we, we was a face looked like Carmichael in Line of Duty. It was like, it was horrible. It was horrible. And it stunk. I mean, I poured it down the sink and I couldn't get rid of the smell. So never <laughs> do that. I just... <laughs> I just tell you, unless you're sure what it is and where it's come from, don't swallow, Chris. That's that's, that's my <laughs> advice to you. That's your advice, is it? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I wish you told me that uh, this time last week. <laughs> I would have known it. But yeah, uh, avo avoid that totally. Uh, Brookline saying here. Um, Maybe we should rotate a couple of players. No rest for the weary. Perez in for Madison. Well, yeah, but Perez and Madison. To be honest with you, I would tend to say, personally, on fitness, are, are pretty much like for like. I'd say if you're going to give either of them a rest, maybe. And I think they'll probably we will see Perez at some point during the game. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, what about Pratt? Pratt's the one I, I would bring on if you're going to give either of those two a rest. Yeah, I think Pratt's more of a... Well, that's probably a whole show in its own right. I'm not sure what Pratt is. He's a very good player. Where he fits into this team, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, you know, there may be times when, when we need to go a little bit more defensive, and he, I think he, he's probably got a bit more of that about him. But Madison's missed a few games as well. For me, he looked like he needed more minutes on the pitch. And as I say... These are two really important games, and then we've got a cup final. So for me, I think uh, Brendan is looking at who his cup final team is going to be. So I don't think you'll get a lot of rotation here uh, in the next couple of games. I think he's going to be focusing on who is his starting eleven in that uh, in that cup final. Uh, so I, I think Madison just just gets the nod again, uh, over Perez. And just to, um, I've, I've, I realise I've done this wrong, but we're only two games off the cup final and Chelsea. We've got Newcastle and Man United after this. Um, neither particularly are easy. Newcastle are hitting a little bit of form, aren't they? They are. They've, they've played really well and um, they thoroughly deserve that, uh, that point against uh, Liverpool, I must admit. Um, yeah. Hopefully there's oh, no Liverpool fans watching, but I did uh, I did jump up when they scored. Uh, I, I jumped up when they scored the first one and then had it knocked off, and I was amazed that Liverpool allowed them a second chance uh, for an equaliser. But you know when they when they've got their their attacking players on the pitch, they are dangerous. Callum Wilson, um, St. Maximum looks a, a really really good player. So uh, um, I'm gonna you know they it is a tough game it's going tougher than it may have been a few uh, a few weeks ago so we can't take anything for granted which makes no. tomorrow's game even more important the only thing I'd say with that and I I, I watched this, this the first half of the uh, Liverpool Newcastle game I mean Liverpool should have been out of sight by half time I mean Jota could have had a nine oh, yeah. nil on his own chances, you know? yeah. I mean, yeah 
you know, it was, I mean, Liverpool just hadn't got the shooting boots on. So, you know, again, mm. if that first half, you know, Newcastle turn up, then, you know, that will be all right. But yeah, tomorrow night is is important. TM saying there 3-1 uh, to the Foxes. Hubs, hello, mm. good evening, Hubs. Thanks for joining us. How's your day been? It's a, another 9-0. Yeah, it, that would well I, I think why, why stop at nine let's go for the 10 and get the new record you know let's uh let's let's not be you know because if it was about nine nil we, we want 10 we want 10 talking of score predictions here we go then guys because you know one one of us either me or craig here is top of the um of the prediction league on lester till i die.com and a clue here is that craig's not in it so you know, I'll let you work that one out yourself. But uh, even Steve Walsh messaged me the other day to to have a bit of a dig at me because I got the score right with 2-1 Palace and he didn't. So it was a bit of a gap opening up there, not unlike Leicester in the top four. But Steve Walsh um, has gone 2-0. Marsh has gone 2-0. Steve Lannix has gone one-one, um, but then he's, he's bottom of the league. He's he's got one score correct all, all year, and um, I've gone three-one to Leicester. So Craig, mm. over to you. Interesting. Some interesting selections there. Um, you know, I, I like the way that you've tried to steal my three-one. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to be really annoyed if that one comes in. To be like, I'll take a 3 1 victory, but I'll be very annoyed if that is the actual score. Um, I'm I'm gonna go for a 3 0. Oh, so yeah, pretty clear. I, I I just worry, I don't know if, if you have this worry, in like with the Palace game, we always seem to be capable of conceding a goal, if that makes sense. We do, but then you also look at the at the recent record of um, of shots on target conceded. Before that, you know, if we take that that Palace game out of it, I think before that our record with them uh, those three playing together had been really really strong. You know, mm. so you know, I, I I think it was a bit of a, a a bit of a strange game that one that we got caught twice with, with a, a ball being played through us. You know, with runners from midfield, I'm not sure whether Palace have runners who come through the middle. They they tend to have runners who come down through uh, out wide. You know, a couple of tricky players who play wide. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three one. Um, <laughs> uh, so I uh, yeah. So I'm I'm not sure. It was a bit of a free game though, that one against Palace. I think um, you know that deep runners. You know, catch most teams out, um, yep. but I don't think Southampton particularly have them. It is the chance for those words to come and bite me on the bum, that's for sure. But um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm pretty confident, particularly with Ings being out. I think um, yeah, I think uh, we, we've got more chance of having a clean sheet. I'm going to leave you with this thought now. Um, all five of Vardy's Premier League goals against Southampton have all come at St Mary's. So fingers crossed that um, we can. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's due. He's due. So I know he got the one against West West, West Brom, but you know, again, you could have scored in that, Craig. But he is due to get his shooting boots back on again, isn't he? He is, and maybe maybe it'll come from the penalty spot. Who knows? We we do we do like a penalty against them as well. 
I tell you what, I, I was I wasn't I'd forgotten about that, but that's a very good point. I'm going to ask keep you on for one second and and ask you this. I know Vardy is our penalty taker, but you've got Tillemans who can take a good penalty. Mm-hmm. You've got Inacho who is on fire. If we get a penalty, do you let Vardy take it or? And I know Nacho missed his last one, but do you let Nacho take it with being the guy on fire? For me, Vardy's a penalty taker and I would stick with Vardy. I mean, you look at it, um, I don't like to look at it negatively, but let's say mm. it was a tight game, we got a penalty, we gave it to Nacho and it was saved. What's that going to do to his confidence? We've already said he's a confidence player. That can work both ways. You know, if you miss a real big chance or you miss a penalty at a tight point in the game, that can flip it off. For me, Vardy's a penalty taker and uh, and I, I, I would stick with Vardy. Right. Um, Brad's having a love affair with you here, Craig, because he's gone <laughs> the same as you, 3-0. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he's and accusing you of stealing his score. Methinks you got in there first. Hey, I don't know. You two need probably need to get a room. Um, <laughs> Craig couldn't score in Amsterdam. Oh, <laughs> I, I, cutting, cutting, and and unnamed as well. Uh, uh, anonymous, yeah, yeah. you know. You know, uh, we. Um, I don't know. I, I, honestly, you've scored one of the best ever goals at the King Power, haven't you? Well, it, let's just say it was one of the best goals I've ever scored. <laughs> and how many have you scored? <laughs> Two. Two. There you go. It was, it was, and it was one of the best. It was certainly in your top two anyway. Great. The other one was as, a penalty. <laughs> yeah. As always, mate. As we called you earlier, wise old sage. Thank you for coming on and uh, one of us and talking sense. It's one of us talk sense, and it's not me. So thank you very much for coming on and um, <laughs> and and making the show look good. And we oh, will see you Chris. see you next. And uh, when do we play Newcastle? I think that that's Friday night again. I have a feeling. So yeah, yeah I, I, I will see you. Who knows? Just you know, keep your diary clear. Don't do anything with your wife. Keep saying up. I've got to know when I'm. When I'm seeing Chris first, <laughs> I feel like you've probably seen me more than your wife recently. To be <laughs> truth be told, yeah, I'm not complaining. <laughs> oh, oh, I'll send her a copy of this. <laughs> thanks very much, Craig. Have a good weekend. Here's the three points tomorrow, and thanks as always. Cheers, Chris. Cheers, everyone. Thank you. The wise old sage there that is. Craig um, talk, talks a lot of sense, and I say one of us has to. So we have got Southampton tomorrow night. We will be back on then, and don't forget. Apparently, I think this show has actually worked on Facebook tonight. Uh, I think it's been all right. So, and uh, I, I know Brad was going to uh, repost it as well. So, one way or another, I think we have stayed on Facebook for the whole show. So, thanks for that. Um, I've got all my FA Cup stuff sorted. If you if you know me on Facebook, you'll have seen my bed was covered in all my flags and scarves and everything ready for the cup final. Get a little bit excited about that, but we can't forget we've got a few league games before. Um, and starting, like I say, tomorrow with Southampton. And don't forget tomorrow as well, the last day you can get 30% off 
Um, the book Minding My Own Football Business by Barry Pierpoint, Leicester's first chief executive. To get the 30% off, you must buy it in April and you must go to all the W's at mindingmyownfootballbusiness.co.uk. It is the only place you can get 30% off and get the book signed with a message as well. The good news was Brendan's going nowhere. I'm going over to the podcast in a minute, and if you prefer to listen to us, and our podcast numbers are going up, which is great. I, I we're being listened to more than I thought. Um, you other guys obviously don't like looking at us, and can't blame you for that. But you can find us under Lester Till I Die on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Podcast Addict, to name it. But two or three, as they say. And if you've got a smart speaker, just say to your smart speaker. Please play uh, Lester Till I Die, the podcast. Thanks for watching. We're going to be back tomorrow night, and it will be kickoff is 8, so about 10 past 7 with Josh looking at the team and see if Craig's got it right again. Who will Brendan pick? Well, we'll find out tomorrow at 7, and then 40 minutes, about half 10-ish, 40 minutes after the final whistle, we'll be here with Josh, hopefully, hopefully having a good time and celebrating three points. And, of course, not forgetting, after that, it's the big one. It's the big one on Sunday, 9 o'clock. Turn your phones off. Come off social media. We're going to find out who H is. I still think it's Craig. Hmm. Guys, thanks for watching. Take care. Stay safe. See you Hello, tomorrow. Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Some people are on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is now. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.